may be seated. Father God, we thank you for this morning and uh, what a wonderful time of worship that we've had already, singing praises to your name, bringing honor to your name, glorifying your name. Lord, we celebrate this morning, especially this week as we celebrate Christmas, the birth of our Savior, the hope that we have today and tomorrow and the days to come. Father, I pray that as we continue our time in the word and then with more worship, Lord, that you would be glorified in Jesus' name, amen. Good morning. Good to see you guys. Thanks for joining us online as well. I don't know about you guys, but that first song, if you were in here, the little drummer boy, it brings back uh, memories of marching band. Does it do that for anybody else? And uh, all I can hear when I listen to that song is my band teacher saying, Veith, get your knees up in marching band. And, uh, but what a powerful time of worship we've had so far. Isaiah 7, 13 and 14 says this, Then Isaiah said, Hear now, you house of David, is it not enough to try the patience of humans? Will you try the patience of my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, or as we know, God with us. Isaiah, this prophet in the Old Testament, in the midst of all of the, the turmoil that was taking place at that time, prophesied about a child who would be born in the midst of God's people feeling threat all around them. God used Isaiah to bring a message of hope. They needed a message of hope. We need a message of hope. Where there is hope, there is anticipation. Like the people during Isaiah's day, whenever we are gripped with fear, and I don't know if you ever experienced that, but whenever we're gripped with fear or overtaken by our circumstances, gripped by our reality, find ourselves in tough times. I think all of those are relevant for us. We're in the middle of a pandemic that has changed our habits and our patterns and our plans. Any amount of hope gives us strength to press on and peace to trust God. God was promising a deliverer during a time when there seemed to be no hope, when there seemed to be no way. No matter how difficult or uncertain the time may have seemed, the promise gave people a hope in a way that they never had experienced before. In the Old Testament, the word hope meant to look ahead eagerly with confident expectation. I love that definition. Look ahead eagerly with confident expectation. Hope may not fix your outer world, but it will always fix your inner world. In fact, until your inner world is fixed, your outer world will always be a disarray. After the announcement of Jesus, time marched on, and, and Israel continued through this up and down uh, pattern, and there was this 400 years of what we call silence between the Old Testament and the New Testament to the nation who was troubled and this nation who was confused and hurting and oppressed, to a nation that had literally lost its identity, to a nation filled with God's chosen people, God said, don't forget my promises. Even when I may seem silent, find hope in my promises. And the people of Israel needed the promise of God as their, as their anchor to get them through another day, through another year, through another season, when life 
seemed impossible, when things seemed so hard, can you imagine life without the promises of God? 2 Corinthians 4, 8, 9 says this, we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Life, when I think of life, uh, uh, this description, life has a good balance, I think, of mountains and cliffs and ditches and floods and hurricanes and tornadoes and blizzards and scorching heat and falling leaves and, and blooming flowers and sunrises and sunsets and blue skies. Those are descriptions of probably things that we experience in this life. Can you imagine not having the hope that we have in God who anchors us during every season of life? whether we find ourselves in a hurricane or a sunrise right now. God's promises allow us to live with great anticipation. We hope because God's promises, they're far and wide and meet us where we're at in life. You can go home today and you can get up tomorrow and you can get up the next day and the next day and face difficulties and challenges of life because God has given you every reason to live a hope-filled life through his promises. Listen to some of the promises and be reminded of the promises that God gives us in scripture. He says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Do you need that today? Or I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you'll have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Or come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Or he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Or I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. Do you need one of those promises today? Because of God's promises, We can live with this greater anticipation as we find our hope in God. I'm telling you, people, myself included, we need hope today. We know that Jesus was born to die. His mission all along was the cross. His heart and mind were intently focused on fulfilling his father's plan. So while the manger was God's perfect timing, The cross was God's perfect plan. Eventually, the time came for the much-anticipated Jesus to die. But as you know, death could not keep him down. He conquered death. The hope that Jesus brought into this world, it lives today. Jesus Christ sits at the right hand of the Father. But hope has come full circle. He was anticipated. He came. He died And while he he lives, we once again wait, and we have this, this great anticipation for the return of Jesus and our eternal home. If nothing else, we fix our minds and our hearts on those things. And while we live with this renewed sense of anticipation, and while we wait on God's perfect timing again, we can live with hope, knowing that our hope comes from the Lord. I bet, I bet you can't guess as of right now what the key word is for this morning. Hope. Hope. Where do you find your source of hope? 
when you say, my hope is in the Lord, it has the potential to change your entire focus in life. Because hope never changes, no matter what's happening in you or around you. It never changes. It always is looking ahead with confident expectation. Hope gives us a reason to go on. Many things drive us. Many things keep us chugging along through life. Imagine, however, if our hope in Jesus was that driving force. Allow the hope you have in Jesus to be that driving force. Isaiah 40, 31 says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. A verse that we can claim at any time in our life, no matter how rough the road is or how big the hills seem in front of us, God is a God of hope and comfort. To live a life of hope means believing the life that God has for you is better than the life you're currently living. Believing the life that God has for you is better than the life that you're currently living. If we learn to wait and find our hope in him and and trust him, even when we want to run our life all on our own, even when we try to figure out everything on our own, the verse goes on to say that our strength will be renewed. If we wait upon the Lord, he will give us a second wind. Psalm 62, yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. Today, this week, we celebrate the hope that we have in Jesus Christ, our Savior. Emmanuel, God with us. I received a letter this this week, a Christmas letter here in the office and it was anonymous, and at the bottom there was this little section that was kind of a poem that I want to share with you. So, dear Jesus, help us to cope, but we know you're our only hope. And help us not to mope when the toilet paper section is empty, and often that's no joke. Help us to focus on you, this crazy time you already knew. So help us rest, for your plan is best. This is just a test. The best is yet to come. You should have received a communion cup on your way in, so if you want to grab those now, we um, are going to partake in communion together. And as I always suggest, um, maybe go ahead and, and peel those back so you don't end up pulling it open and spilling all over yourself. And as we focus our attention on hope this morning, We're invited to partake in communion. Today we remember that through Jesus' wounds, the scripture says, through his wounds we are healed. So today through the wafer that's in your package that represents the battered and broken body of Jesus Christ and through the juice that represents the shed blood of Jesus, really what we say is we will not forget. The scripture says, the Lord Jesus on the night that he is betrayed took bread. 
And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Father, we thank you for our invitation to come to the table and to say that we will never forget the incredible sacrifice of your son, Jesus. Lord, I pray that if there's anyone here this morning or anyone who's listening or watching online right now or anyone who goes back and watches it, Lord, we're hearing stories of people that are lacking hope. And to some degree, that's all of us. But there are some that are really lacking hope, that are asking hard questions about life. Lord, I pray right now that you would meet them. I pray right now that you'd meet them in that place of life, in that dark place in that lonely place. Lord, and that you would reveal yourself to them. And that they would be reminded right now of the reason that you came to this earth. And that you are their hope. That they can look ahead with great anticipation. Father, thank you for your faithfulness. Would you meet all of us as we continue to worship? We want to glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen.